0: This week, on Marvel, X-Men Comics, sure, Uh, ASM, Issue 2 comes around and stops sucking, and Hulk Banner of War continues to become more and more ridiculous. Also, we got Ms. Marvel coming up, Thor Love and Thunder showing off Thor's butt, She-Hulk gets some fixed CGI, and a bunch of gaming news that we'll save for the end. This week on Marvel. Hello, 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 everybody. It's me, Tony Scongili, joined as always by Vinny and Josh. Say hello, gentlemen.
1: How's it going, guys?
0: We apologize for any delay. There has been a series of illness spread equally among all of us, most of it mental. Uh, also, but we are back.
2: I was. I was a what? jerk, and I decided to go on vacation last week, so that was my fault. Yeah,
0: this guy was to see his family. Illness. Can you believe it? <laughs> jerk. Ugh. And uh, Yeah, but we're back. We've read uh, nothing but comic books, and uh, we've decided to not waste your time with too many of them because there wasn't much to talk about. But there are some good ones, and there are some bad ones that are worth discussing, and we'll make sure to get through all of them. Let's go ahead, jump right into it. I believe, Vinny, you're going to be covering Legion of X Issue 1. But first, Josh with the intro. Josh? Bum, bum.
2: In the Krokoan criminal justice system, the mutants are represented by two separate but equally important groups. The Legionaries who investigate crimes and the Quiet Council who prosecute the offenders. These are their comments.
1: All right. Guys, Legion of X issue one. So, if you guys didn't know, we've been getting a lot of X Men titles these this past year or two what? years, I guess at this point. And why is the question? I think again, we've got you know I'm not really like picky when it comes to like why they create a series, but at this point, I'm like I don't even know what they're doing anymore. So this is essentially like a cop series, but it's also starring Legion, and they have like not even D-list characters at this point. They have, like, characters I haven't even heard about, like, Forget-Me-Not, which... If this guy's one of your main characters of the story, uh, or is it, he's going to be a main character, it's just something I don't think it's going to be worth reading. Is it because you forgot him? Exactly. Exactly. Like, they literally got the most forgettable character in canon and in X-Men. Like, thank you. As, you know, people are really excited to see this. So, like... You know, I still gave it a shot. I read it. Um, essentially, we get several locations. We get stuff happening on Araco. We see uh, the Quiet Council for a little bit, and we see a lot of stuff going on with Legion, right, in his own little. Um, it's almost like a different plane, like astral plane, or different. Um, his own little pocket dimension. He has. Uh, it's just essentially like. Nightcrawler being in charge of these cops, and it's just kind of goofy. We see a little bit more about Mars and, like, the Iraqi people, and I really do, like, I think my favorite part about all this X-Men stuff is learning more about Rocco, so I will say that was kind of cool to see. There was, like, a floating eye at one point. <laughs> there was, like, a god or a watcher at some level. It was kind of goofy, but I still did like it. Uh, you know, and then we see other characters, like, you know, Dr. Nemesis is back. He was always pretty cool. He was not he wasn't a big part. He was just kinda of in the healing chamber. But I do like seeing him. And then and I'm behind. I missed something, right? But Juggernaut's here. And I don't know why the juggernaut's on Krakoa. Because and maybe Tony can correct me, but last time I checked, he did he's not a mutant. He's he's more mystical powers than anything else.
0: No, he's exclusively mystical powers. He's mystical it's powers. Not more. Yeah. He is a dude with a rock that tells him he can smash. That is so who why is, is he
1: on Krakoa? They
2: explain it in the comics. So, uh, basically, Nightcrawler was like, "Hey, we should give the Juggernaut a job." And with all caution, and reasonably so, Professor X was like, "No, we're not. We're not giving that lunatic a job on Krakoa. He's not even a mutant." And Nightcrawler <laughs> was like, "Yeah, but we should." And then they voted on
1: it, and it was like a five to four vote. He's like, but we'll get more readers.
0: Yeah, and and, like, oh. uh, was that like, was the. He's that like, was uh, excuse cool me, part, the people who can't read that like our comics because pictures equal fun. They like the Juggernaut, so can we get him somewhere? But yeah, Explicitly just throw him on me. Mars or something. Yeah, yeah I, I, love, like, listen, I, I like. I listen. I like the juggernaut, juggernaut as much sir. as the next guy, but like, Little shut dude, up. He
2: was even. He was, even, like, it was <laughs> even cool because he was. He comes in like the Kool Aid Man, and I mean he literally like the Kool Aid Man. He bursts in. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm here. And then he's like, all right, <laughs> here's this criminal that I just like pulverized. You guys can have him. I'm going to go get a beer and then I'm going to go back out to go get more criminals. This is awesome.
1: I, I think my favorite part of all the mutant stuff happening is that the blob is still the bartender. And he's just in the background just bartending now. Like, he's, I thought he's that was retired. the blob. It but is. I,
2: I couldn't be sure.
1: He runs the bar there. And so, like, he's been there since, like, House of X, Powers of X, running the bar. And, like, mm-hmm. I just see him in the background just serving people all day. And I think it's awesome. Well, good for him. Yeah, he's he's hey. just retired now. Hey, he man. doesn't care about he's anything. He's got work,
0: right? He's see, got, he's got like, a Hawaiian
1: shirt. He's chilling, man. Yeah, he's living his best like, life. He's living the life we all want. He lives You're on okay. an island fucking giving out tea drinks. Mutants are
0: approving UBI yeah minimum minimum wages doesn't exist because they don't need money it's great exactly tap. dude it's oh wait tap.
2: here it is you have the right to remain smushed like what a <laughs> dumb line that he comes bursting in through the wall with
0: but dude. also
2: it's great it's amazing
0: it's amazing um i love the juggernaut man juggernaut's such a ridiculous character i'm happy he's here
1: it, 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 like it's still goofy he's there but i am happy they have juggernaut. Yeah, whatever
0: but I you mean know. they like, explained the I, At this point, I'd be happy to see Morbius in every comic, at least for one second. <laughs> Can you imagine if he broke the wall and was like it's Morbin time? He better be like, it's Morbin time.
2: <laughs> and then proceeds to morb all over the place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> just, like shoot get him busy off like morbin bird. or get busy dying, bro. <laughs> all right. So Legion of X, just another a drop in the bucket Uh, of setup for AXE?
2: No, maybe. So like the, so this, and it's, it makes me sad to say the Nightcrawler side of the story is the least interesting, most boring, crappy part of this story. The Legion side of this story that we kind of get little drops and hints at, um, seems super interesting cuz like a machine breaks into legion like projects into legion's like astral pocket dimension which according to legion shouldn't be a thing that a a uh, a machine could do cuz that's why he shows up to the quiet council to let uh what's his face no yeah warlock and yeah. his friend know that that robot's dad is dead um and then this mother righteous character that shows up She's not one of, we don't know if she's one of Legion's, uh, like, projections, but she shows up in his realm as, you know, this crazy seller of spirits and demons and gods, um, and says that something big
1: is about to happen, so. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be super interesting to see what goes from there. I, I will say, and another thing I thought was pretty interesting was Nimrod. You know, we've been, like, seeing more and more of Nimrod throughout other X-Men comics, and then I think he's been a character in the past, if if I'm yes. right, and I, I don't Nimrod, know.
0: Nimrod yeah. is a past-future sentinel... Yeah, thing. he's like a super sentinel. like mm-hmm. Beyond that, but,
1: you know, he's a whole different level. Yeah. And he was the one who killed Warlock warlock's dad, or right? or mom, I
2: think. And then they became enemies for a while. and now they're friends. and mm-hmm. but yeah. and then it was Magus, uh, who's Warlock's dad who was killed,
1: yeah. and that that guy, I believe, was Nimrod because that looks yeah. like Nimrod uh, from there. And I'm wondering because i have been talking about him or hinting him since like House of X, Powers of X. Like Well, he was two, the uh two...
0: he was the person who brought Karima back in yeah, the powers so it's of been, X future wine. They've
1: been he's been in the background for a long time. And I think they're yeah. finally starting to love a show. So I wonder if this is connect to the A V or AXE.
0: <laughs> I wonder if they do okay. that. Okay. So we're talking about AXE, but nobody listening knows what they we're talking about. So uh the because long story. Because they come to short... us for this information. Yeah, I believe that. Um <laughs> so long story short, that payoff, that reason there's been 9,752 issues uh of of X-Men for the last two years, uh, the reason they keep pumping new stuff out. We've been talking about it since the beginning of the podcast. We've been saying there's gotta be a payoff. There's something happening. Uh it appears as if we that day has come or it will be here July 20th or so, Uh, the uh, Eternals are now, or will be, pissed at the X-Men, and the Avengers are going to be defending the X-Men from the Eternals for a reason unknown. So apparently all of the X-Men doing the whole, we are now immortal and now becoming a space-faring species, Uh, has upset the Eternals which is as far as I'm concerned great because the Eternals are not interesting so as long as there's a bad guy who we can hate as a as like a society you know (laughs) because as as a comic book fan as long as I can say good (laughs) screw the Eternals i'm happy so it looks like we're getting a very avx moment but instead of AVX, it's ave featuring x uh the details of it we don't know yet but with the hellfire gala 2 uh happening and since the last time the hellfire gala happened they colonized mars and they did a whole bunch of other they they can resurrect uh mutants now like Hellfire Gala is going to be an issue, and they're already kind of showing pictures of everybody who's invited. Uh, it's not just mutants; uh, any non-human uh, is invited. So Captain America is going to the Hellfire Gala as oh. he is no longer human.
2: Uh-huh. So that that explain that's probably definitely got to lead into
0: AXE. Mm-hmm. Um, Every Captain America uh, was at the last uh, one. Wasn't is, he? Yes, uh so same with any, like Fantastic Four? Any non-human. Is invited to the Hellfire Gala, but I, I believe there might be humans who were invited, but I don't know for a fact. Uh, usually, they have to be like when I say non-human, I don't mean not born human. I mean like altered DNA of some, like Spider-Man's allowed in there. Is
2: <laughs> is Tony Stark allowed? Because isn't he technically just basically all extremists now?
0: Uh, or is he back? Is he back Tony into was a body? There.
2: I don't think you get to body?
0: have a party and not invite Tony Stark. <laughs> I feel like Tony was showing up no matter what. So, yeah, I feel because all that does is mean that Tony Stark's going to crash your party. So, I feel like at the worst case scenario, they were just like, yes, yeah, send him in. It's just like easier, it's you know? Yeah, like, like
1: it's like that friend that you never really wanted. Do we want to
0: spend like, time like, trying to keep Tony Stark out? Yeah. You know, like, is it we, worth it? He's nah. even drinking more. It's fine, guys. Just let him come over yeah whatever fine tony will be here whatever he's got money he will be fine um mm-hmm.
2: all right and that's also so, how tony gets invited to every single party
0: that is exactly how like it basically <laughs> i get invitations to everything because they're like can we afford not to have this idiot here he'll just, if he wanted <laughs> to show up he would just make a real mess of it let's just invite him and if he shows up we'll just put him in the corner um which, uh, also factual and that's that's thank god that's it for x-men josh tell us about asm2 remembering Yay. that asm1 left a real sour taste in all of our mouths
2: okay so you remember how all of asm1 was basically look how sad peter parker
0: is i'm well, sad guys i'm so sad so sad i'm My a 36 year old weird. man childs um he didn't even read so comics yeah. what a nerd He's so yeah. sad he can't even read comics.
2: So they they do that for about 30 seconds in ASM2, and it's the best 30 seconds. You want to know why? Because Norman Osborn shows up and says, hey, Peter Parker, you owe me. And Peter Parker goes, all right, fine. And then he shows up to do the favor, and it's just babysitting Norman Osborn's grandkids. And then he's like, are you serious? Normie? He's like, yeah, this is what you yeah he's like Norman. this is what you have to do.
0: no norman's uh grandkid is normie yeah so oh, he okay.
2: babysits normie and then the other one and he's like are you kidding me and then norman's like yeah this is what i want you better bring him back alive and so then that happens literally happens for about two frames and then the rest of the comic is spent him doing actual spider-man stuff and so it gets better i know that if you look at the Cover of ASM2, you're like, oh man, we're gonna get more sad-sap Peter Parker because it's like him literally standing in the rain looking longingly at Mary Jane. Yeah, she's not even in this, and it's great. So after he baby he's on babysitting duty, he then has to go deal with the threat that uh Tombstone gave to Peter Parker to tell Spider-Man that he's coming for him because he ruined his arms deal. And that basically Tombstone is no longer going to be like the nice mobster kingpin that he was he's now going to be the mean mobster kingpin that he used to be and he's back on the street so that involves him literally going to murder a bunch of other people and then spider-man shows up and he gets caught in a trap that he set and then we're left on a giant cliffhanger of spider-man literally being caught uh in this like compressed space getting his ribs cracked as cla- you know and broken. Uh that is classic uh Marvel writers hate Spider-Man slash Peter Parker.
0: Yes, yes, continuing. Good, good, good. Uh, so that I mean that's it. At least they're slightly addressing the fact that but like, I know they set it up, but they really haven't knocked it down yet with the what happened in the six months between the end of the last run of asm where mm-hmm. peter and mj decided they were gonna try to work it out and ben became a supervillain, and bloody blah bloody blah like we don't know what happened like because this is a six month time jump and it's fine like we're getting well... like an update as to what the world is now but we're not getting a lot of that like catch-up story and that's a that's got to be like that's massive like six months between where we are now there was something had to happen in the last six months that was massive so
2: well we don't even know actually how long it's been since the end of the last asm no i said uh, six months no hold on. what i was going to explain was was that we just get a a shot of peter parker somewhere in pennsylvania and a giant crater. We don't know when that crater was in relation to um, the end of the last, like the previous ASM run, where we had like chasm and stuff. Um, we just know that from that crater, six months later is the start of this ASM time frame. So it could okay. have been longer in between. Could have be been seven or
1: eight. It could been a year.
2: Yeah, exact between the actual end of the last ASM run and the start of this one and somewhere in that timeline was the crater in Pennsylvania and that tragic event that has kicked off, uh, this newest run, um, of that.
0: So, you know, if I was writing a story, I would, uh, I would drop like breadcrumbs, Uh, especially Mm -hmm. when I'm dangling like jingly keys in front of people uh, Mm -hmm. who are devout or interested or uh, loyal readers, I would uh, spend some time uh, going backward and forward in the story to, to help, to let them know that, Hey, thanks for reading. We appreciate you. Uh, You know, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna give you a little bit, until we eventually give you everything. Uh, and and that's not what I'm getting the feeling of. What I'm getting the feeling of is someone is telling the story they want to tell poorly. Uh, that's, you know, it is what it is. I'm sure somebody out there thinks it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, but for me, I don't like to be led by the nose. You know, I, I, I'm, I don't like, I I like when an episode sets up for the next episode of a TV show. I like when the comics contribute to the over arc. I don't like feeling like you just tried to get me to spend $5 on a comic because Spider-Man's going thwip. Uh, And that's kind of the feeling I've gotten with the reset of ASM so i appreciate the story and that's great but it's asm you know i've said i hold in high regard the titles uncanny x-men must always be better than legion of x you know what i mean um Mm, yeah uh, hierarchy uh, the The incredible hulk should always be better than or at least standard good compared to whatever side story that doesn't mean side stories can't be amazing they usually are but if you're not spending the amount of effort making your flagship title of your of your character uh interesting then the rest can't possibly maintain at least to me anyway it it won't make a difference so um, I And that's kind of, uh, you know, I'm not trying to jump the segue too easy, but I'm going to be talking about Hulk's Banner of War, which is issue, you know, four technically in the Banner of War saga. Uh, and that's a part of the Thor and Hulk continuity. Like those two separate stories are converging through this Banner of War event. They are constantly referring to both pasts—the Thor's past hmm. and the Hulk's past—and that's something that's okay. You can do that. You can make your main title interesting. I just ASM to me is is like spectacular is great. Web of Spider Man's great. You know, uh, all those titles are great, but ASM is the flagship Spider Man. You know, ASM was the first after after Amazing Fantasy fifteen. We went straight to ASM. ASM has had, I think, nine or ten volumes since the 60s. Um, that's their run. And right now, I feel like they left... All I'm saying right now is I feel like they left the last ASM volume poorly. Like, where we I, are right now, I, I'm not happy as an ASM reader.
2: Here's what I'm, I'm feeling what's going to happen is that Whatever happened in Pennsylvania is going to be so huge, or at least, or I said, this is what I hope happens, is that the reason why they haven't touched on it yet, right? We're we're only in issue two. So let's, so like issue one, they hinted at it. They spent the entire issue hinting at something so bad happened in Pennsylvania six months ago that it is fundamentally rocked peter parker to his core yeah. and the life of everyone around him has been warped so we're and in issue like, two he owes He's
0: trying norman osborne he owes
2: norman osborne we don't know to why point, yeah, yeah to the point no they say they hint back at like a couple of things but like where they did that thing where they're like read issue blah 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 but um Uh, Anyways, it's more about like why Norman Osborn isn't the Green Goblin anymore. But anyways, yeah, he owes Norman Osborn. Uh, Aunt May is about done with him.
1: Which is crazy.
2: MJ wants nothing to do with him. The random best friend that they added in is like, hey, what's going on? And so like, I think that at some point in this, they are going to drop the bombshell. And I think it is going to be a bombshell and a half. It Do you is... think
0: Peter's Peter?
1: What? Do you think
0: Peter Bom- is Peter? I don't know. Honestly. I totally see them doing our clone thing here. Keep in I, mind, Ben Reilly's, Ben Reilly's, uh Scarlet Spider is still a, a, in circulation. And that's yeah. in real time that 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 takes place asm is a is a is a jump into the future some amount of time from the rest of continuity in the spider-verse yeah so like venom you know venom's running all of the other comics that were running simultaneously with the previous run of asm they're still running simultaneously with the previous run of asm they're not running concurrent with the newest run i know yeah. it's gonna sound confusing to people just remember, comics are stupid and written by dum-dums, uh, because time isn't real. But so all of the stuff that did, that was referenced to like what happened then, that's the same, you know. Yeah. Like like Venom is whatever happened in the Venom universe, all of them. Silk, Silk is taking place in the old hierarchy. So we are getting into I think this week, or yeah, this week we get ASM three. Yep. Um, and it's, it's got a picture of, I guess, Tombstone ripping Spider-Man's mask or something like that.
2: Cause he had, uh, that's how ASM two ends is that his trap for Spider-Man that he set up by just murdering a bunch of people to lure out Spider-Man. And then literally what he did was, I thought it was pretty impressive. He trapped Spider-Man in the back of a truck and started like garbage compacting the walls in and then Spider-Man was like, okay, well, I can get out of this. And Tombstone goes, you're right. You can get out of this, but I can't. And then Bear hugs Spider-Man so that they're both trapped in the back of this like garbage compressor type truck. And it's it's pretty cool.
0: I mean, I agree that that's a really cool thing, but you can't make me care about Tombstone. No, no, so I'm not saying no. you It's such, a, care. What I'm saying it's such an like- adorable... I appreciate what they're doing, right? Like, I do appreciate it. because they're like what i
2: think it is is that spider-man in in like his attempt to either repress or naively slash foolishly in the way that only peter parker can um move past whatever happened in pennsylvania by going back to just being your friendly neighborhood spider-man and i think the world is like nah nah homie that's
1: you can't just do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm also <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs>
0: That's illegal. Yeah. No, I, I also am noticing that we are seeing a 0% of any non Spider-Man person in the Spider-Man issues so far, but we are not. Yeah. He's not. To, oh, no. We saw Human Torch for like half a second, didn't we? In the first one,
1: Human mm. Torch showed
0: up. I'm pretty sure he showed up. And I think Spidey he showed up to like, like get, check, help him. But then yeah, he's like, like no, nah, I'm good. Get screwed or something like that yeah it was like yeah we saw one <laughs>
1: yeah so, okay too busy
0: being sad <laughs> leave me alone human all gosh. right the intrigue is there a little bit for me but
2: again this is only the issue two yeah so
0: like that's my problem is, is it's issue two of a new story of a new asm yeah and not the not like a segue before relaunch like this doesn't sound like asm this sounds like a segue story before the new ASM comes out. So it, we'll see. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm still reading it. Oh, like,
2: and don't forget oh, that yeah. Dr. Octopus, you know, Octagonopus is, still, is uh, out there somewhere. Also the normal
1: back. Doc Ock. No,
0: you know? yeah, no, he's bad guy Doc Ock again. Which yeah, he I know, has yeah. Like, not that's been, what I'm saying. Yeah, like he's, that's the most. He's bull cut Doc Ock.
1: Yeah, so, straight up I
0: think, evil bad guy Doc Ock has returned. I and he, think he hasn't this been Tombstone evil bad guy story, in years. Yeah. I think this Tombstone
2: story is like a red herring as like both for the reader and like for Peter Parker to like foolishly, like I said, foolishly convince himself that he can just go back to being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And I think here in the next couple of issues, um, that is facade slash weak reality that he's built up around him to try like probably to keep himself sane um is going to come crumbling down and it's going to come crumbling down in a way that only the marvel writers could possibly do to mess with peter parker like i think this is going to hit rock bottom real fast real hard
1: you know it's uh it's bad for Peter when the only person visiting him now is Norman Osborn. To, for exactly. Like there's like, no one else. Exactly. Like there's no other person who's like, oh hey Peter, not even his roommate. It's Norman Osborn. <laughs> it's it's just him now. You're like, oh man, you you sank low. What? Did and you now know?
0: a word from our sponsor. Do you hate Spider-Man? No, like <laughs> really hate Spider-Man. Like, are you a human being that lives in the real world? and cannot stand Spider-Man. Then come apply to Marvel Comics. We can't get enough people. We'll have you write anything. Just hate Spider-Man. That is the only requirement. You wanna
1: do another clone saga? We'll prove it.
0: (laughs) We don't care where it comes from. We don't care how stupid a topic. If you can tell us in 50 words or less how this is gonna end up making Peter Parker look stupid, Whiny, bad. complain, bad, I broke, like a man, baby, and broke. We'll we'll approve it. Marvel Comics. We hate Spider-Man. Our cash cow.
1: So. Yeah, are are like one of five cash cows.
2: I love Spider-Man, but also I love Spider-Man because of like the tragic stuff that they put him through. Because it just makes. I don't know. I I love him, but like. <laughs>
0: Then you can't write for Marvel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They'll never hire you.
0: They can't hire no. you, sir. Oh, you like you want to write for Hulk? You're a fan of Hulk? Cool. Last question on the questionnaire. Uh if you had to choose between disemboweling or peeling off fingernails of Peter Parker, why would you choose both? Go.
2: <laughs> you know, and, wait, hold on. You disembowel him with his torn off fingernails. There you go. Perfect, That's the correct perfect, answer.
0: Yes. That's that is the correct answer. Yeah, and also, and also, have one of his exes come back to life and then marry a supervillain that hates him. That's for in front of him while he's disemboweled. It's, uh, it's like a has, dance plot in the interview. He has
2: to uh, officiate the wedding for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Uh, no, no, somehow worse. He has to be the flower girl. <laughs>
1: He's the ring bearer. No, he has to buy the rings. Oh, my God. And that's why he still lives with his uh, two roommates and his Aunt May all at the same time.
2: No, Aunt May's done with
0: <laughs> Peter Parker, Spider-Man, still has 18 th- roommates.
1: Spider-Man, no credit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no credit. No credit, all home. problems. <laughs> Oh, God, it sucks. Why do they hate Spider-Man? Just like one Spider-Man time, could you just have a him...
1: Spider-Man, no renter's Dude, credit. The worst part was, is like, when he finally had money, the world just hated Spider-Man. Like, there was at one point when he owned a company, everyone's like, yeah, oh, Spider-Man sucks.
2: Mean, hold on, but that wasn't Peter Parker. That no, was, was Doc Ock in Peter Parker's body. Oh, and
0: yes, then, then Peter that. took over, and Peter and became billionaire of Parker Industries. And, and by the way... Ruined it yes but he had all the knowledge to make the company work he just couldn't because they yeah. hate him billionaire yeah, peter he, he parker
1: because like he promised wi-fi from his wrist or something like from a watch it was like a spider watch and then like just it just got destroyed he
0: got sued by horizon labs he got oh god it was so stupid <laughs> was over so here, like, i'm not even
1: stu- touching this yeah. yeah daredevil the best version of
2: spider-man was not Peter Parker. No, no, <laughs>
0: it never yeah. is. No, but right. yeah, but that's why it's so funny because anyone but Peter Parker gets to be Spider Man and gets to have a happy ending. But Peter, Wait, at, no, just look at Miles Morales, he's living a great life right now.
2: Look at Miles Spider-Man has no challenges,
0: Miles has overcome his challenges, he is now just happy. Spider, yeah, Miguel. Miguel O'Hara is is has a hard life, but he's still not getting crapped on by yeah, Peter Parker. He
2: lives in a future where a Shadow Cabal is not even like in the shadows operating. They're just operating in broad daylight.
0: Their name is people. Shadow Cabal. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the org, of the company's name, e- evil Shadow Cabal.gov. Dot, uh, dot like, yeah. So that's,
2: uh so that's spider-man number two uh better than spider-man one because like i said the only time they spend a sad sack peter parker it's hilarious because it's norman osborne making him babysit his
1: grandkids man you're low. these two pages <laughs> um what do you guys think right now with this uh typically i'm always like amazing spider-man it's always a buy but right now like i'm not too sure wait would you consider Put it wait. on a watch list wait. or keep it on watch? Wait. Watch list. Wait. Yeah. Wait until they reveal until
2: they reveal what happened in Pennsylvania. I won't make a decision. I won't tell people to either buy or ignore this. So.
0: Read it at Barnes and Noble. Like go into Barnes and Noble, get a coffee, pick up the comic, read it.
2: Yeah. The second they reveal whatever the bombshell is. And if it's not a bombshell, well, then I would say don't even finish the. Series. Then go to your um,
0: LGS and pull them. Yeah, but but that could be months from now. We don't know. Hopefully
2: yeah. not. I hope not. I,
0: I I'll hope give him. Either. I'll give him. By the way, I can I love when I'm wrong. Like uh, people always like kind of get it, get get on me when they're like, Tony, you think you know everything? No, I don't. I hope I'm wrong all the time. I hate when mm-hmm. I'm right because when I'm right, something terrible happens. When I'm wrong, it's because I'm cynical. And whatever cynical garbage opinion I had is incorrect. So nothing makes me happier than to pick up an issue of a comic and was like, "Wow, this actually turned around. This is great. I'm so excited. Thank you for giving me something that makes me happy. Like being wrong is is amazing for me. I love it. But like right now, I'm just like, oh, this is this is painful. Like <laughs> why? Except on Hulk Banner of War. Uh, <laughs> great segue (laughs) because because this is amazing this just gets dumber whoever's like i swear they're just they're not even trying anymore so i'm gonna catch everybody up in a reminder of what happened so uh hulk and banner are fighting because banner is in control of the hulk because uh and they revealed it before but they've re-revealed it recently uh the banner has basically tricked the body of the hulk into believing he's in a training simulation uh and that's allowing banner to show the hulk things and allow the hulk to hulk out as high as he can that's the entire key to what's happening in space in starship hulk so the hulk is uh comfortable believing he is in a built just for him training simulation The thing is that it's not a training simulation. It's just Banner in his brain telling the Hulk that it's a training simulation and showing him things that aren't real. Um, So that's how he's controlling the Hulk. And Thor is uh, running around with reconfigured Mjolnir possessed by the spirit of his father. Uh, Cool. Uh, We last left off, uh, Tony Stark, piloting the uh Celestial Hulkbuster armor, and I want to clarify on this, it's not uh, Celestial-powered, nor is it uh, a gift of the Celestials. It is an armor made out of the body of a dead Celestial uh, that has been retrofitted to fight the Hulk, absorb all of his gamma radiation, and kill him uh, once and for all, because this is something they do for their friends. So they were prepared <laughs> for that, uh not knowing that the Hulk literally can never die again because uh, in the afterlife is the green door that the Hulk that banner can always take to come back to life whenever he wants. Uh even if he has no body, he could just show back up and a body will be created for him. So uh yeah, no, that's real. So uh the uh the the you know the, the Hulkbuster armor arrives on the black hand of the gods, which is where Thor and Hulk have been having their their SmackDown matchup.
2: Another dead
0: uh, celestial. Yeah, another dead celestial. Sure, why not? Add them up. Now we're starting to see why all the Eternals are getting ready to fight. They're like, man, all of our dads are dead. Um. <laughs> uh. So the uh the Tony is now piloting the machine. He is absorbing all of the gamma radiation, and he's like, no. According to our calculations, this should be able to absorb like triple the amount of gamma radiation that the Hulk has ever shown ever, 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 ever. And the machine's like, no, yeah, it is. Uh, And it's, we have reached capacity. And they're like, no, he's still, like, fighting. And they're like, yep. The, the <laughs> AI is like, yeah, no, it is. It's like, but you've... More you've, gamma. Uh, still yeah, more gamma. How, how is he generating more gamma radiation? And they're like, from his shadows. That doesn't make sense. We know. Like, the, 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 the Hulk, the body of a celestial... Uh, is now being overthrown completely by the Hulk's rage uh, because the Hulk's visor has been broken and Banner is no longer in control because the Hulk still believes he's in a uh, a simulation. So the Hulk is now literally holding back 0.0% at all he is just i'm going to kill everything all the time because he has no fear the things that were always holding the hulk back was that little nagging in the back of his head i don't want to be a monster uh that's gone now because he thinks he's fighting made up robots and stuff for training uh thor now knows this cuz odin knows this he tells tony like hey man you should you should leave uh you know you should you should get out of here uh so he knocks the Celestial Iron Man suit down. So like, you gotta get out of here. He's like, nah, the Hulk's not in control. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, conversations. Nothing crazy. Uh, Tony now slaps Thor away. He goes, nope, gonna kill Banner. Gotta do it. Gotta happen. Uh, Mjolnir, possessed by the spirit of Odin, uh, slams Hulk down again, and o- Odin literally holds Hulk back. Uh, Hulk now has a brand new ability called Cyclops Hulk Vision, where he can shoot laser beams out of his eyes, because why Why not? So Hulk is now shooting concentrated gamma concussive blasts out of his eyes, uh, blowing up ephemeral visages of dead uh, Norse deities uh the machine is still trying to absorb more and more and more of the hulk's gamma radiation uh so much so that the uh the hulk explodes uh he explodes roughly uh the with the force of three thousand uh gamma nuclear warheads which destroys the celestial body it's gone now uh it's, it's over. Iron Man survives because he has plot armor and actual armor. Uh, but there was one tiny little problem was that, like, three <laughs> three thousand gamma radiation bombs going off are, uh enough to, uh, destroy any human being. But a god like Thor uh he just became the Hulk so we ended with uh thulk oh my gosh so anyone
1: who's like listening and hasn't read this I also haven't read it this so we're we're experiencing probably the same emotions right now uh that's a lot and my question it's gonna go back to the shadows he gets power from the shadows
0: Mm, that's a great question
2: (laughs) it's more just like he's just drawing from some bullshit source that no one knows because it's just the hulk like that's just the thing that the hulk is doing is just like it it's he's just like okay he's given as much as we thought the hulk could theoretically give and now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's giving more and more and more (laughs) and
1: more like huh this isn't working and more. <laughs> um, you know I will say though, this example of Tony on celestial armor is the reason why he's invited to the gala. Like that's the reason. They see that like yeah, you know what, you're you're invited.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um the more sense this you try to make of this, the less fun this becomes. The yep. more you the more you and please everyone buy these. I'm like I'm not even joking. If you walk into your local comic book store, if you go to eBay, whatever it takes, and she'd be like, get me, get me the cop give me it. Give it give it to me. Give me. I want it. I want all of this banner. Anything that says Banner of War. And just to kind of like give everybody the titles. Uh it's Banner of War Alpha One, Thor 25, Thor 26, uh, which comes Hulk out 7. this week. Hulk seven, and then the finale is Hulk eight, which is two weeks from now. Um so those are the numbers, the issues. Buy these this you're going to want every you're going to want to have these you're going to want to tell your kids kids about them like dude I was there when when they're doing like the, when the MCU is on its 75th reboot and they cast I don't know Justin Bieber the third as the Hulk because the world has no talent anymore and we just do the same things over and over when that happens I want you to be able to tell your grand God I hope I'm dead I was day. there <laughs> I was there when Banner piloted hulk like a spaceship and tony stark was piloting a celestial body Here's in your wheelchair. Life's yes. like old. okay She's grandpa kind of okay yeah, grandpa, grandpa. Yeah. let's
1: we'll take you back yeah. to nursing home
0: yeah to prove that you're not crazy i want you to pull out these decrepit old comics and be like no it's right here see because this is ridiculous this is the this is what i love the most about comics it's when you you have a fever dream and someone's like Let's put some ink to paper, man. We got to do this. Like, this this uh, cannot be the end result of sanity. This is this is somebody who has done more cocaine than vitamins. You know what I, I mean? I Donny
1: Cates... Like, sorry. I know no, Donny Cates is writing for Thor. Is he writing the Hulk one as well? And that's why it's just like this? It's like uh, craziness?
0: Donny Cates, yes. Martin Cocolo, and Matt Wilson... Are the uh, writers for the Hulk, but uh, it is a joint effort between. Okay. Donnie Cates and if you'll give me one minute, I will find the other person as I talk so, and just
1: Donnie Cates. While well, you looked it up, he's done some crazy stories with like Guardians of the Galaxy. He did Venom, and personally, did my favorite run of Venom, and he just has some wild ideas. And he always does. Even Thor, like the being a Thor is crazy. I'm not sure if you guys are up to date. I know you're up to date because you're reading this now, but like, if you guys remember, like the first few issues, it was just, yeah. um, Don always has the wildest ideas, and he's just is like, let's just do it. Let's just, let's go out there. He even at uh, Silver Surfer Black, I've never no, that one.
0: Cates is running both. Kate's is the showrunner for yeah. bo- is the, is the head writer yeah. for both. Um, I love him as a writer because he
1: does this crazy stuff, man. Yeah. It's, uh, he's probably like, he's in my top five for our favorite writers right now
0: yeah Donnie Cates is very high up on the list of people I will do mushrooms with
1: oh at oh my god yeah. can you imagine
0: him just like telling yeah. you a story on mushrooms? yeah I just want him he's like all right dude I had this dream what is it all right you know how everyone hates Spider-Man yeah well I do too so and then he just goes on another way of Peter Parker <laughs> having <a> him <laughs> oh, that's how everyone. I got hired
1: actually you know yeah, I brought actually, up how
0: yeah that's I guarantee you that's the first thing that they try to do when they hire somebody they're like oh god, you I want would- you have an idea for a good storyline cool can you tell us the worst thing you would have happen to Spider-Man in uh, 17 (laughs) issues or less? And they're like, yeah, sure. So you write that and then they eventually just give you anything you want.
1: Like, wow, this is awful. You're hired.
0: (laughs) Sold. Uh, (laughs) Nailed it. First try.
2: One of my favorite parts of this comic, um, aside from the big reveal at the end of the Thor smash, was... um, Odin, or sorry, Odin is like, all right, We, I know how to stop Hulk because I've been inside his brain. I got to go back and talk to Banner again, where Thor is like, no, I need Milner. Like, I can't have you leaving because... So Odin's like, nope. And he nopes out of there. And he starts going towards Hulk. Like, instead of like hitting him, it's like handle first. So Hulk all of a sudden goes, Hulk worthy, right, has it about to hit him in the chest again.
1: Um, oh my gosh, no way.
2: Yes. Hulk yeah. sees like Mjolnir flying at him, but not like how you normally would, where it's like hammer first. It's like handle first to like trick the Hulk, right? Because otherwise the Hulk's just going to do something to not get hit by mm. this. So Hulk just pauses and you see the reflection of it in his eye and he just goes, Hulk. Worthy and like yeah. reaches out his hand, and then all of a sudden, smash, just right into the Hulk.
1: Yep. Gosh. Um, I love how this this uh, podcast, this episode went because we went from Legion of X or like disgusting mm-hmm. Spider Man, eh? Hulk? Oh, love this.
0: <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. This is the no. dumbest thing we've ever it seen.
1: It's great. So great. How do you so, think this finale is going to end up? Uh,
2: dude. <laughs> this, feels like, this, this feels like a whole bunch of
0: nothing. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, we didn't know how this issue is going to end, dude. If I don't you know how the me, next issue is going to start. Like, we just canceled
1: yeah. the series. We didn't know how to if, end it.
0: <laughs> if
2: you told me that at the beginning, when Tony Stark is showing up to fight in a celestial, like, you know, planet-sized armor... Hulkbuster suit that it ends up with Thor turning into the Hulk I couldn't have drawn the A to B line that would have gotten you there like without having to have read it first
1: can you imagine Donnie just pitching this to like the the editors like "All right, listen hear me out
0: we're gonna we're gonna gonna go from here to here I mean to be fair the first (laughs) issue had Uatu eating popcorn so yeah. like, if he was kicking so now, back, we're all kicking back.
2: The best, <laughs> yeah. That should have been your sign that at no part should you have uh, expected anything that you're about to see. Um, but yeah, so I wonder if one. I have two questions. I don't know if this is like the Hulk and Thor somehow merged in this gamma, or if now Tony Stark is stranded on the hand of a dead celestial without his celestial Hulkbuster armor facing down now Who two Hulks? Hulks.
1: Oh. oh!
2: And hope. one of them is... Let's Cap-
1: hope for the fusion.
2: ...also Thor.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just... If I was there, I'd just jump off the hand. I'd
1: like to see a free float in the space. Uh,
0: that's a great question. And uh, somehow we're both... All of us are wrong. Uh, and it's Jane Foster. Ah... Uh. It's, yeah, I just love the line. the mighty She-Thor, Hulk. Uh,
2: and just for giggles, what if they weren't human? What if they were a god?
0: Yeah, what an amazing... So next week's comics, we have Thor to catch us up on to this story. Don't worry, we will be reading it. Uh, Venom 8, ASM 3, which we've already discussed. Don't worry, all of you X-Men fans marauders 3 and somehow legion of x2 already coming out already uh don't know how uh we have the first jane foster and the mighty thor uh because you know there's a tie-in so they have to do that or else i don't know what happens i assume i i assume that if they don't have like complete garbage shill comics tie-in with uh the movies or tv shows that uh, the world itself implodes with the just vigor that they throw garbage at, at us when there's a tie-in for a movie you know like just look
2: it's better than the Fortnite x marvel issue that's coming out next week i would rather take the shill Thor movie comic tie-in than the garbage fortnite x marvel zero war number one that they're throwing at us
0: look let me be clear that comic is not for us okay that comic is for the people who play fortnite which is why it's not going to have a lot of words because they can't read oh so it's good just for gonna be, like me yeah it's it's just gonna be pictures and 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 flossy dances and yeah, is there any pop-ups. Uh christus Gage is writing for it, so it'll probably be okay. Uh mm. he did some good stuff. Um he did spider in I think, back in the day. Eh, whatever. That was okay. Like yeah, it was fine. It'll be fine. Most of Isn't... their tie-ins are fine. Remember, the Isn't... only thing they write that sucks is the voices. Mm. Fair enough. And then we have Savage Avengers 2 uh, featuring Electra stabbing a dinosaur. I'll
1: be definitely reading that because, like, you know, number one was kind of shaky, but I felt like they kind of had to make it a roll call uh, comic. Yeah. So hopefully we get to see something pretty good, but I'll definitely be checking that one out.
0: And even though I don't like to do it, uh, there is Star Wars... Issue one of Chrysantin. Um I don't like to cross promote. I don't like to talk about Star Wars during Marvel because they are not the same. Even though Marvel does own the rights to make Star Wars comics, uh most Star Wars comics actually suck now. But uh Chrysantin's dope. Uh and you know, if for anyone who doesn't know who Chris is, he's the Wookiee bounty hunter. From everything, from like a rebels, I think in Clone Wars, uh, and you've seen him in Mandalorian slash Book of Boba Fett. So I just wanted to throw that out there. They're also doing a uh, Tomb of Dracula rerun, uh, reprint this week. So if you got, it's a facsimile. It's it's you know it's very clear enough, but it's meant to be a reprint basically. So, they're having a preprint of uh, Night of the Vampire Tomb of Dracula, you know, from 1970s. Uh, it even still has that 20 cent cover on it. I assure you, uh, it will not be 20 cents. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but hey, for those collectors, it's probably a collector's item. Uh, it won't be good as no comics in the 70s were. Uh, that's when all of the meth and LSD kicked in from the 60s. Uh, so, you know, a slow week for comics, which is actually pretty good because we can kind of focus up on the comics. Maybe, hey, maybe Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor, uh, in which Thor is holding what appears to be a lightning sword. Uh, maybe that won't suck. Yeah, maybe that won't suck. We'll find out. Uh, we will see. Uh, and of course, Venom 8 has Kang cutting Venom in half with also a lightning sword, so... Uh, I question nothing anymore. I allow for everything. That
2: looks like uh, the symbiote Spider-Man suit, though. Uh, Almost.
0: It it looks like something. We'll I'm just saying it. Yeah. It, it, you're right. It's got the eyes. Or maybe uh, Agent Venom. I don't know. We'll find out. Anyway, TV, because we got a little to talk about here. This week we have Ms. Marvel. Um, they have done nothing over the last month. They have released trailer after trailer that doesn't really do anything. Uh, the only thing that's kind of leaky is that uh, there's the pop vinyls have come out and discussed that uh, CM like Brie Larson might be making an appearance, which uh, I don't know. You know whatever that means to you, there, there it is. I stand I think on in the first the... trailer. Brie Larson,
1: yeah, because I remember seeing her in the first trailer, I believe. No,
0: there's like uh, a
2: statue of CM that they keep referencing, Um, but I have to, like I this is supposed to lead up to the Marvel, so I imagine probably in the back half of the show, you know whatever. The episode count is like, like episode six through eight, she might show up or something.
0: I was told, uh, from a friend of mine, uh, that we might see s- another person from the, uh, Daredevil Netflix universe in Bobby this... Nelson. I don't, I wasn't told who. I was just no, told I that. Just... They are they are going forward with a revival of the Netflix Daredevil series, and it's not just going to be Daredevil. It's going to be other people. So I don't know who it is or what it is or why it is, but I was told that uh, expect to see somebody in at very at the very least uh, every TV show that takes place on Earth. Uh, Someone might especially in new york uh someone might do that and then like obviously jersey city is not new york but like it's literally up the five minute path train ride into the city so i'm mm-hmm. sure it'll kind of flim um so ms marvel i mean we're gonna watch it we're doing a watch party for it on friday uh, uh you know anyone who listens any of the patreons anyone you're welcome to join us will make notification of it but we'll be watching it together uh We might even watch it twice, depending on whether it's worth talking about. Uh, And that's that's pretty much the big news coming up. But She-Hulk CGI got buffed. Josh, you had uh, made some comments on that before the show. So please take it away. Describe why.
2: So, yeah, uh, you know, they dropped that first trailer everyone was both equal parts horny and like a little bit turned off by like how the cgi looked you know yeah. once they got past the idea of a giant great green big woman like picking them up and carrying them to bed um yeah. they're like man this cgi doesn't look great and marvel slash disney was kind of a little quiet on it and then all of a sudden uh you know like this last week they were like oh hey silly us guys we kind of accidentally maybe uploaded like a low-res version of it <laughs> Like we're so dumb, you know. Here's a here's a buffed version that this is what it's actually gonna look like. That was just like some dumb intern released like an old file. That was never what it was gonna be, and everyone was like, "Wait, that was like two weeks ago." Yeah, okay. <laughs> whatever,
0: <laughs> so, whatever, whatever. Ugly Sonic. Look,
2: it. it I. I I thought the CGI looked dumb. I'll never say that it didn't, but I also didn't care because I fell into the, I want to be picked up by a great big green woman and carried to bed. So.
0: Absolutely. I I still stand by the fact that, uh, while Tatiana Maslany is, is a wonderful actress and gorgeous woman, uh, get me Jamila Jamil to hurt me, please. And thank (laughs) you in the scene, in the one scene we have of her from the She-Hulk trailer. I'm like, yep, yep. That's how I die. Suffocated between, <laughs> yeah. suffocated like death, between yeah, the Suffocated between the thighs. Drama episode. Death by snoot. Snoo, Snoo. Snoo. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Suffocated between the thighs of Jamila Jamil. And Jamil. <laughs> Just die doing what I love. So. Um, I don't know. So that's it. I don't know. I, I'm
2: sure even we're. When does that come out? August. So they have two months that they could even spend touching it up more. Uh, For like, you know, everyone that like, if you followed the Sonic thing where they got bullied into it and they were like, Oh, but it costs so much extra money. This is Disney. They don't care if they think that it'll, uh, you know, make more people spend money on Disney. Plus they have infinite money to print and throw at people to
0: make this work. So They don't even have to make good stories anymore. Cassie and Andor. We're not getting into that. Um, So. Yeah, they don't even have to care. They could just be like, hey, you guys will watch whatever. Right. And by the way, we will shut up. You're right, Disney.
2: You want to know what wasn't CGI, but definitely beautiful was the new Thor trailer that came out recently that had a Thor's butt in it.
0: Thor's booty. Thor booty the authority the the, yeah. the the Booty. so Bore.
2: uh we got to see a lot more you know we got our first looks at actual gore the god butcher and uh hell yeah, yeah. so uh we see that uh actually Thor... we probably I still think we were right about how little we're going to see uh olympus but we do know that thor is going to be at that oh you know gathering of gods that we see Zeus at. Um, and that's where we do we'll get to see the Thor boot. I hope so there's yeah we two now sides know
0: we now know it's not the opening scene of of, yeah. of Zeus getting gibbed. Because, we now uh, know it's somewhere in act Jane two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jane
2: Thor is there. But so there's two parts of me that so one one part of me is I don't want it to be blurred out. So in the trailer, when you go watch it, the Thor booty is blurred out. So one part of me goes, nah, I'd rather it not be blurred out. The other part of me is, I think it would be hilarious if Watiti leaves the blurred booty in there. Just because that would be his like type of humor for just out of nowhere, for no reason. Yes, this is the part that we're going to blur.
1: You know, they uh, they said like that was uh, that scene and that trailer was the most replayed part. Oh. of that trailer like like it like by a crazy number yeah no oh, it's understandable i saw was goofy
2: so uh i think uh like in terms of the seriousness uh christian bale as gore the god butcher looked phenomenal i think yep. he looked incredibly menacing What I have to imagine is probably part of the final showdown. I hope they leave it at that kind of like black and white film look. You know, it felt like an old spaghetti Western, you know, Kurosawa showdown, final showdown. And it was really awesome.
0: I like the idea that gore just sucks the color out of everything. The life, Um, the joy. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it, man. I dig everything they're doing with that movie, uh, and I even like double down on it because I don't care. So like, like I've I've I'm done. Like there's just isn't any more fun in Marvel movies that I've seen. Like they've all sucked the joy out of it. So this one I'm looking at, I have no expectations. I have no hope. I have no prayer. And I see that trailer, and I'm like, <laughs> this is gonna be great. You know, like I'm not, I I'm not even looking at this like it's gonna set up some future thing. Like no they did it unfortunately the problem is they front-loaded all of the interesting stuff we got kang and loki we got wanda vision with vet with a, uh, you know vision being resurrected for the eighth time we and her i guess falling we got even like falcon and winter soldier and hawkeye we got some good like continuity stuff like, good stories and good continuity stuff. Now, like, between the two TV shows coming and Thor, I'm like, mind off. uh, You guys have... You guys suck now. Like, they're not good at creating the universe they used to be... Like, they're not good at drawing us into the universe anymore. And that doesn't matter for most people because most people won't give a shit because it's become popular enough that you don't have to be... I don't want to say smart, that's such a mean way to say it. You don't have to be discerning to appreciate Marvel like movies anymore. You don't have you to never... have the
2: backstory. Like, you know, so when like the first Marvel movies came out, like in terms of pop culture, if you didn't read the comics, like you didn't know who these characters were. Now they're so mainstream that you don't you don't need to know the 60 years of Thor to know you know, the Chris Hemworth, Hemsworth uh, and the MCU Thor. Like, that it, it's just known well, now. You don't need to be
0: the nerd reading comic books. To... End, of, end of Iron Man we get a spoiler for the Avengers. End of, you know, end of Hulk we get a clue that Iron Man's involved. End of Iron Man 2 we get Thor. End of Thor we get a a spoiler for or a moment for captain america end of captain america we get the avengers uh end of avengers we get thanos and you know and Mm -hmm. they they were like they're not doing that they're it's it almost feels like the creative part of it is gone and now they're playing paint by numbers um and hey uh, I hope I'm wrong again. I hope I watch Ms. Marvel episode one and I'm like, this is hilarious. This is adorable and I love it. Um, I hope that when we get to She-Hulk, uh, it's entertaining. I, hope, I, I already know I'm going to laugh. I know I'm going to enjoy Thor uh, for the same reason I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok because they weren't really good Thor stories. They were actually really terrible Thor stories. Anyone who's a fan of Thor... Uh, from like comic book history would be like well that wasn't thor that was really terrible but it doesn't matter because the version of thor we got was good i just don't i don't see what i don't care that they said it i don't care that Faggy said we're gonna take time and like like move away from the you know the type of uh connectivity we had in previous phases like i can't say i'm gonna shoot my neighbor in the face and then when i shoot my neighbor in the face be like listen guys i told you it was gonna happen like i still did something terrible it was still terrible you know it still wasn't great but they don't have to be discerning because like the 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 base group of people who are going to be supportive because it exists and not critical because they're afraid that you know if they criticize something if someone criticizes something they like then that makes them less of a person. Like that base group is now large enough to kind of tamp down a lot of the, the criticisms as they come forward. So I'm not really worried about it. But we're I don't see we're not getting the same quality. And like we can now say after having watched Multiverse of Madness, which I thought was a, a great movie, but a an absolutely awful uh, insert into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, like, I, I really did enjoy a lot of that movie, but it just felt like, hey, we have to use these random characters. I feel bad for Sam Raimi. Like, I've seen that movie enough times now that, like, if Sam Raimi was given more characters or if he was given the ability to introduce his take on a character into the world, I think we would have gotten a little bit of a better quality. I feel like Sam's hands were a little bit more tied Like, someone said, she's a bad guy, and then Sam's like, okay. Uh, You know, he got to create the Spider-Man world. Literally. Uh, No one had done it before him. So he got to create it, even though he knew the characters' names, he got to show us his interpretation, his Green Goblin and everything. So we got a different... And even with Evil Dead, obviously, that was all him. Um, I don't know. When I, like... I'm, I'm now at the point where I know I'm going to watch all of the Marvel movies, but I no longer believe they're going to be good. I just think I'm going to watch them because they're available except for Thor. I think Thor will be funny.
1: I, I got high hopes for she Hulk as well. I know a lot of people don't, but no, I'm personally in the, I have uh, no shame. I'm opinion. happy you enjoy
0: it. I wish I could enjoy yeah. it as much as you do. You I, I think
1: she Hulk will. My only, my only worry is she Hulk is one of the writers. So, uh, Zeb Wells, right? He he's done a few robot chicken stuff. He's actually a comic book writer, you know. You know because they do hire on comic book writers for sort this of stuff, but he's actually the same guy who's doing the current run of Spider Man,
2: like Amazing Spider Man.
1: Yep, same writer. And so, like, I could have, seeing I could
0: have done without that information.
1: Yeah, sorry guys, but uh... <laughs> it doesn't affect me one way or the other. I'll forget uh... his name. Bye. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like it just worries me if we're seeing kind of like what he's doing with Spider Man, like this easy like layup of a character. It like I don't know p- poorly. I don't know where like how much he's involved in the writing, but I do know he's a part of the writing.
0: I mean, the difference. Again... Let, me, let, me, let me just say one thing before. Uh, the difference is at one point in the past, the movies had to be good because the characters weren't ubiquitous. Like mm-hmm. Iron Man had to be a good movie because no one cared about Iron Man. Captain America had to be a good movie because no one cared about Captain America. And by nobody, I I I specifically mean nobody. Like the like comic books are were a niche, you know. Like we couldn't do a po- we couldn't do this podcast in twenty in in nineteen ninety nine. No, no one you know no, I mean? cared. We're, well, because the internet
2: wasn't a really well. That we couldn't
0: do this podcast bigger, but... in two thousand and nine. <laughs> You know, like they we couldn't go. do that. That the the like these types, just the conversation, the openness, like it would never have happened. Uh, it would never have even been possible because it just would have been a waste of time, because the interest is so low. Uh, and the last decade has really kind of reinvigorated it. But with the good comes the bad. In the past, James Gunn had to tell a good story in Guardians of the Galaxy because nobody cared about Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like they don't feel like they have to tell a good story anymore. I feel, I really do. Like, I feel like when we get, like, Shane, I thought Shang-Chi was great. I feel like Eternals, I don't, like, I feel like they're like, we don't have to tell a good story. We're Marvel. They'll watch our movies. And I feel like once that hits, we now reach the same problem that's going on with, like, the gaming industry and everything else. Is it's like, we don't have to make a good game. We just have to make a game good enough to justify how much we're charging for it. I'm sorry, i, I like to say that.
2: no uh i i hear you saying i i guess i go in with like no expectations so like i really like shang chi yeah. i love spider-man spider-man had uh spider-man no way home specifically yeah. i uh, the other spider-mans as well but i love spider-man no way home to the point that it is probably my favorite marvel movie um and then like Thor Ragnarok and so on and down the line. Uh, Black Widow was, uh, I, I enjoyed Black Widow. I don't think it was a good movie. Um, let's see. Uh, Doctor Strange, I think I was a little more tepid on. I, I liked some of the parts of it. Like, I agree with you. I don't think they did enough. Um, I don't know. I The fact that they're not all connected means that when one of the parts suck i'm like okay then i just don't care the next time they do an x movie like okay i probably won't care the next time they do a doctor strange movie unless they like i don't know do a really cool doctor strange movie um but like i will definitely care you know when the next shang chi movie comes out and i will Definitely care if they ever do another uh, Spider-Man movie with like Tom Holland. Um, I'll probably still care if they do a different Spider-Man, but I would really like to see Tom Holland back. But I get why they wouldn't. Um, I am so excited for this Thor, probably because I loved Ragnarok so much, um, and I know because it's what T D to go in with like no expectations, and he'll pro- he'll blow me away. Probably, I hope. Knock on wood. Um so. If you said
0: I'm going in with no expectations and he's gonna blow me away, I got some <laughs> news for you, sport. Those are called expectations. We have to define words again. Sure, you're right.
2: You're right. That was that was poor, poor <laughs> phrasing. Um but like
0: I think it'll be fine. Like I really am, I'm not I, I don't want people to think I'm trying to get down on it. I'm not. I just like I don't care.
2: Honestly, so more often than not the movies have been fine it's it's the tv shows that i get why they're doing them right and i appreciate because like so i don't know about y'all but like marvel movies for me are like like a comfort background thing like uh every like couple of months i'll just run through the filmography for uh marvel and like i'll just have them on as in the background as i fall asleep and then the next night i'll turn on another one and then the other one and then by the end of it i'm like okay that's all of them so the marvel movies have always been like that uh the tv shows not so much they've either been really good or complete misses um and i this- would like them to slow down on the tv shows i don't I like what they're doing with the movies. I don't like this. Not to say I'm not excited for She-Hulk, and I hope that Miss Marvel's good. But, like, I think the TV shows are what's making Marvel seem bad.
0: Wow, we are on two different boats passing in the night, dude. I think all yeah. of the TV shows are better than any of the movies that have come out, and I'm including Spider-Man No Way Home. I thought Spider-Man No Way Home was a great movie, and I think Moon Knight kicked the shit out of it. I think I think I, Moon yeah, Knight had better acting. Um
2: I, I think don't agree. I, Moon I, Knight. I love Moon Knight. I didn't like if like I had to rank them, it would be like Spider-Man, Moon Knight. Sure. But like I so like I'm not like far off, but like I I just think I like Spider Man, the Spider no, and Man movie. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Like that's but, fair. I'm just. Like, I think that the TV shows are strictly better than the movie products we've been getting out. Even if even like Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I thought was like suffered from being poorly written, I think that was a better telling of the of that story than Black Widow was than. Um, Eternals was so like for me. If I if if, for my money, I would rather them have. uh, I'd rather never not have a TV show on Marvel than um, than what we're currently. I I want five more. I want ten ten shows a year. I want Netflix level stuff. And and the other reason why is I don't look at Star Wars. I feel like all of Star Wars movies have sucked. And the TV shows have redeemed them. So.
2: Well, I mean, so like you brought up Netflix. I don't want them to start pumping things out like Netflix does and then just cancel them after a season. I would rather like.
0: Different. You have to remember the reason Netflix does that is because of money. No,
2: but But you see what I'm saying, though, is, like, they could potentially get to that point where, like, look at how expensive, like, I, you know, how expensive was an episode of, like, Moon Knight to make, you know? Like, and then if they just keep, I don't know, I, like, I loved Moon Knight, I loved WandaVision, I loved Loki, Hawkeye was okay, Falcon and Winter Soldier was good for about two episodes, and then... What, what am I missing? I feel like I'm missing one.
1: You, I think you are. Loki? Yeah, What If. No,
2: I said Loki. Oh, I don't count What If because...
0: Me either. But that's the one you're but, missing.
2: Yeah, that's the one I'm missing. Um, I also did not like What If. Uh, outside of the Doctor Strange episode, Um, there we go. That would be a movie that would get me to care about Doctor Strange was if they blew the episode four for doctor strange of what if into like a full-blown movie which is kind of what i was hoping multiverse of madness was going to be or at least in some part that um but
0: i appreciate the difference of enjoyment but i when i draw that that line in the sand is is the common misconception that like good is subjective it, you know in the same way that like fun is subjective good is a is a comparative statement yeah you know what i mean like when some you could say something is good even if you don't like it like you could say a movie like pulp fiction was a good movie whether yeah, or not i don't like you tarantino liked but the movie it doesn't make it not a good movie because you have to compare it to movies it, like that's the comparison pool so good is not something that but good doesn't mean enjoyable, enjoyable is subjective to you. Uh, fun, you know, like bad, like like uh, unenjoyable, boring. Those are things that like we tie in on so that we can have those opinions and like recognize that like, well, no, the the movie did have key elements that were good or bad uh or, or something like that. Like we like I, I could say, I, like, I thought No Way Home was great. Um, as a movie. I thought it was well-written, but I thought there were some plot holes in it that didn't need to exist in a movie, uh, you know? Uh, especially after uh, Far From Home, which I think pretty much wrapped up a lot of, of questions. But either way, like it's, it's getting hard to kind of look at the Marvel movies, at least for my money, as anything compared to looking at the older ones where like Ant-Man and the Wasp, maybe it wasn't the most exciting Marvel movie and it wasn't the most uh, interesting Marvel movie, but as a movie, it holds up. You know, the story was there. The plot was there. It had good cinematography, good direction. The acting was good. the, The camera work was good. The plot held water uh nothing nothing was out of the blue on that one nothing felt like wait that doesn't make any sense um you know it 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 held up as a movie it just didn't have that hook like neither of the ant-man movies made a billion dollars in the box office so that's gotta you know that's got to tell you something where i'm pretty sure thor ragnarok did which i'm checking right now so it's just such a weird Uh no, eight hundred and fifty three million. Thor Ragnarok came just shy of a billion. Yeah. Mm, interesting.
2: Oh, really I mean, good. Yeah. It was a very that,
0: dude. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great movie. It's, I like think how...
2: that's probably like had to do with like a lot of people like weren't interested in a Thor movie after Dark World, and then like you know they went in. The people that did see it were gonna see it regardless and then probably it had a slower start than it it should have based on how good the movie was is
0: so well wow, shang chi had a really well shang chi it's really With hard COVID. to qu- quantify covid covid box offices um like it made 432 million and it was definitely better than a $432 million it movie. It was. Um, even with Aquafina sucking it up for everybody.
2: I agree. She was the worst part of that movie for me. Um, and I think the rest of it, like, she could have just not been there. And nothing about the movie would have changed.
0: Uh, Shang-Chi is the highest grossing movie of the year at $432 million. So, like, wow. the year was just weird. <laughs> was, that was 2021 right uh or was that 2020? 2021 2021 yeah we didn't No, there were no Spider-Man. movies in 2020 sir there were Spider-Man no movies
2: came, spider-man came out in 2021
0: yes but it it didn't break the box office until uh this year until january because it came out december
1: 25th oh so I just missed it oh uh, okay I was yeah like... like you
0: like it doesn't matter when the movie came out yeah yeah because the movie aired most of its time in 2022 gotcha so like it doesn't even matter for like oscars which also don't matter because nobody watches the academy awards because why do we care what other people think is good uh i'm excited man gore looks great i look it looks cool man that's what i like to see when i look at a trailer you know what i don't like when i see it when i look at a trailer a teenager, a teenage girl, telling stories about being a teenage girl, and it's okay that it doesn't have to be for me. But like, you know, being a fat white dude or anything. But uh, you probably should be making movies for your base, not, well, it's not to a movie, capture
2: it's a TV show,
0: or you should be making any content. You should be making content for your base, which is fans of uh ms marvel not anything else but that's just me it's you know if they want to make a mediocre show we'll find out later we'll find out this week if the show <laughs> oh, yeah mediocre, we'll find out right? next yeah we'll <laughs> find out real soon we're gonna find yeah. out real quick we're gonna watch one episode and be like uh-oh or oh all right never mind like that's the two we're I- impressions gonna learn
2: today yeah we're yeah gonna
0: learn to... <laughs> we're gonna learn real quick we're gonna either have Ugh, that's what or oh all right that's the only two options.
1: <laughs> yeah, Especially if you want to find out live and first before everyone else, is join the watch party, and you'll just hear it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you'll just know. You'll, you'll, you'll just hear me in the background, either Ugh. like dry heaving. Ugh. And speaking of dry heaving, the finale of this broadcast. uh, I want to start with something a little bit more positive. Uh, a brand new um card like game uh has been released from second dinner ben brode's new uh, development company and published by newverse the company currently working on dc worlds collide a game i am enjoying greatly they have released marvel snap into closed beta i am lucky enough to be one of the people in the closed beta on this game i don't know if either of you two have had a chance to either watch me play on stream or take a look at it uh it uh... is it is a very fun and unique experience they have really done something cool with the gameplay footage and how to play that card game they've uh it's adorable where it needs to be adorable uh it's fast the games are very fast it is stupid It is very stupid like I need everybody to know that if you're like I'm not good at card games this game is for you because people who are good at card games will not like this is not a game for people who are like super analytical trying to build like Hearthstone decks or magic arena decks this is a game for people who like Marvel characters and want to push buttons for like 10 minutes a day. Uh, Games are like five minutes long. Um, They're very simple. There is RNG. There is a snap feature where you can be like, I bet more of my points against you. There's a little bit, it's gambling-y, but it's not real because it's only points on the ladder. Uh, Their monetization is weird. It's not like super predatory. It's just weird. like you can't buy anything you have to buy credits that you can then use to upgrade your cards as you play and by upgrade i mean make them look cooler so you don't get your cards don't get better when you spend money they just look cooler and as you upgrade your cards uh you unlock random new cards which could be beneficial or not it's 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 fun it's a it's kind of a breath of fresh air in the marvel game because You could spend as much or as little as you want. You're really only fast forwarding, like, not even days, hours, you know? Cool game, cool concept, really easy to pick up, probably really easy to master. Uh, Should be going live by the end of the month for anyone interested. But if you go to marvel, um, marvel.com slash, I think, marvel snap or marvel snap.com, any of those places. The closed beta, you could sign up for it. Maybe you'll get put in. Uh, in my testing with it, I've had two very simple opinions on it. The first, uh, it is a very fun game. The second, it is not rewriting any wheels. It is not <laughs> it's not the best thing since sliced bread. There will not be a competitive circuit for this game, uh, at least as it's showing right now. there is no. This game has uh, a, a very high fun factor and no weight to it. So I don't expect to see a fifty thousand dollar Marvel Snap tournament being hosted on Twitch.tv. Uh you know, like the it's it's meant to be a fun, casual, uh, uh Marvel themed game and they nail it. So uh check it out where you guys can.
1: Kinda sucks to hear that it's not I I, I like the analytic like the in depth card games personally. You know, I never gotta play agree. magic, but I've always wanted to play magic kind of sucks you to hear it's not going to be like that but I'm still
0: interested in trying it out you know well there's always going to be somebody that's going to say it is right somebody like mm-hmm. you know the people who can like lower the the basketball net so they can dunk on it yeah they're like, see like that's what's going to happen like there's going to be a group of people that are going to say you don't understand there's a lot of intricacy to this but like, I hope not because I'm already doing great in it and I have I'm not I don't <laughs> even look when I play like I, I, if this game is very intricate, then my Mensa membership card should be in the mail very shortly because I, <laughs> I, I do not watch, and I, my, my win loss is like 70, 30. Are
1: you, are you just the Seto Kaiba of Marvel Snap?
0: Yeah, yeah. I fired my family for being poor. Like exactly. <laughs> I haven't even given. I gave him like ten bucks because I didn't have to because like I can't spend money to get more things. I have to play no matter what to, like, get enough credits and and boosters, they're called, to upgrade the cards, to get more cards. So I can't just be like, give me more cards. So, like, I can't wail in it. So I just started playing it, and then, like, I lose a match, I win three, I lose two, I win five. Like, the, the, it's a very simple game. It is not – the if there are intricacies to this game – they are not available in the beta version of the client. Um, at least for my money. And yes, it, like, again, it's not like, it's not like baby's first game. It's like teenager's first game. Like oh, you can't, okay. That's yeah, fine, it's not bad dude. Like it's, it's not like, it's not a Fisher price game. I, I hope I didn't c- come across that way. It's just, if you're looking at like the weight of a game like Hearthstone or 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 Yu Gi Oh or Magic or even the Pokemon TCG. It's beneath that because you have a very it's 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 like a a ten or twelve card deck. I always forget the exact number. Um and oh, it's, it's a very
1: low card count.
0: Yeah, it's a you can only get one of each card. Uh, you get one energy per turn. Uh, your energy count goes up every time. So one, two, three. Your deck is is a per. It's a perfect curve deck. So like i stopped looking at what cards did a long time ago and i kind of just started taking whatever the most efficient use of my turns are uh and i was like oh this is apparently just the easiest way to win just have like making sure that i hit a one drop on turn one a two drop on turn two a three drop on turn three like and then on turn six and there are cards that are like literally draw on turn six and never before draw on turn three and never before so you can kind of fill your deck up with, like, cool stuff to do. And then as long as you always have something to do on the turns that you have to do them, you can remove a lot of the guesswork. There's a lot of fun ways to play it. Like, there's cards that are like, if you play a card and someone else played a card in the same zone, that card gets a boost or something. Like, that's cool. But, like, in in doing that, you're, you're making the game more difficult. Then it actually has to be to create a high win loss record and kind of progress through. I think I've progressed. I think I'm level 40 something, 48 or something in the game, Um, 47. And then I just kind of was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, (laughs) But it it is fun. It's just again, it's also in beta, you know? So like we don't know what what versions of the game are, are, are being hidden from us yet or Particular play styles, uh, but for what it is, it's fun, awesome, cool, great graphics, super easy to pick up, super cheap to play. Not doesn't have the weight to it that like some of the more challenging card games do. But you can kind of get the the idea of that too when you look at the uh, the featured videos and and everything like that. You'll you'll get the idea. You'll know what I'm talking about yeah i'm excited to hear more about this game especially when it releases uh i'd expect its official release to be very soon because it's 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 complete like the game doesn't feel yeah there's a little bug it's a little buggy but like closed beta buggy so like i assume they'll do like, an open beta weekend and then they'll just go live or something real soon but uh yeah go to the website check it out sign up for it they will get you know if you have to like push a button to say like hey I want to play when it goes live like do it it's totally worth it and like seriously for like zero dollars you'll have fun like that that's my my highlight to this game is like you don't have to give them any money you'll have the same amount of fun the only difference is if you give them money you might have different looking things and the same amount of fun so uh fun
1: fun thing just happened just now So as you're talking about it, I'm like, wait, I signed up, see if I can join the closed beta. I never checked my email. I have it.
0: Cool. Good. Go check it out. So yeah, I'm downloading it now. We'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the other news from the video game is that Daybreak Studios, creators of DCUO, have announced the cancellation of their Marvel MMO announced, you know, way back at the beginning of this podcast.
1: I actually looked into that a little bit, right? When you told me about this. And I found out what they're doing is they're actually diverting the resources they wanted to make that game. And now they are putting it into DC Universe Online to give it more content. Same with Lord of the Rings Online. Because I guess they make that as well. I didn't know. Yeah. And then they're also making another game and they wanted their own properties to do this for. They said this is a total of like $50 million uh us so it's it's kind of interesting i wonder if it came down to like um what marvel's letting them do or not for them to be like we're not gonna even bother
2: they the excuse they said was that they did not see it as a profitable enough venture for them to continue following which i want to call a load of bullshit. that
1: yeah if dceu is still getting content updates dcu has that an well. active
0: player base of subs of sub 1000 a month yeah across yeah. all platforms and i was... i know because occasionally i log in because that game is actually still pretty cool but you can never find a group of people to play same like, with like lord of the rings online like... lotro is also the same yeah lotro was a was really good but lotro is a different studio it's not daybreak it's the other group under the uh the same remember game studios game developers are not the same as like EA isn't a game studio. They pay game studios to make games they publisher, yeah. So uh I call shenanigans, man. Like if you have a fifty million dollar allocation to make a a video game and you're like we don't find a way where it's profitable, you don't do that. You just don't spend fifty million dollars on that game. You spend yeah 30 million you spend the amount of money that makes it profitable. But that goes to show that like I don't I think that they made the decision based on the fact that the last five Marvel games that have come out have been commercially a flop. Right? Like Marvel uh, Future Revolution, uh. uh mobile game, kinda floppy. Uh Marvel's Avengers, kinda floppy. Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, kinda floppy. Um, I, I
2: blame that on the fact that that was a switch only not that I have any problem with the switch but like when you inherently limit your sales to one console um, you know you are in- inherently limiting your sales
0: yeah but you have like to compare I, it to the sales of the console
2: no but that's what I'm saying though is like I would have loved to played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 because I loved Ultimate Alliance 1 and Ultimate Alliance 2 like for example, yes, but Ultimate if you Alliance did, you'd be one, disappointed. But I don't own a Switch. But I wasn't going to go out and buy a Switch to play. Yeah, but
0: Ultimate all you did Alliance was save Street. yourself disappointment. But that, but because I'm saying, it's not like, a good game. Because yeah. I haven't. Like and but, yes, uh, I have like Ultimate Minds One and Two, and what they I'm are saying, good
2: games. What I'm saying is separate though. There is different between financially successful and good games. I mean FIFA. Yeah sells millions of copies every year. Are they good games? That's to be determined. But that's the difference between financial success and because that's what they're they're not judging these on like we put out a great art product. We put out a yeah. financially successful venture because that's what they said was they don't think this could have been a financially successful adventure.
0: Well, look at so. But that's the truth. The Marvel IP. Like there are still games that are that are like marvel strike force is still generating a ton of money you know it's not it's not good it's not but that's what i'm
2: saying is like
0: there there's more people quitting than than joining you know what i mean like that and the same thing with uh you know marvel contest of champions same conversation there's more people quitting than playing um nobody new is downloading marvel contest of champions you know, that it's the same. It's everybody who's either downloaded it before and stopped playing, or coming back, or they're just not. You know, there's no I mean, new growth in that.
1: Marvel Puzzle uh, Quest is still a thing.
0: Yes, but Marvel Puzzle Quest is a is probably run by like how how many people does it take to make Marvel Puzzle Quest? Six people, seven people. <laughs> like who's saying, who's like what is that? Is that a crew of ninety or is that a crew of nine? You know what I mean? Um, nine's kind of stretching it. Yeah, so like I understand the idea that like this company who's mediocre at producing mmos uh had determined that they probably can't produce a marvel mmo that would be successful i believe that because dcuo while a competent game you know that. i logged back in and my my account was like hey you haven't logged in in like three or four years do you want to know all of the things you missed i'm like no as a matter of fact i want to uninstall you you did not make this easy for me coming back um i i feel like that's kind of that's a canary in a coal mine moment though when a company was willing to allocate 50 million dollars to develop a game which by the way i know you're gonna hear some mis like some weird information all over the place it does not take 50 million dollars to make a video game not even close they're
1: just reallocating it
0: yeah but no i'm just saying like it doesn't take anywhere near that much money. Like the games that do cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make they're, they're tent poles that like what like God mm-hmm. of war, PS4, uh, horizon zero dawn, anything. The Spider-Man
2: that... game. Yeah. You the know, Spider-Man
0: like... game was, wasn't that much, but even then, yes. Um, you have to remember like those costs are subsidized in one way or another uh by major studios but Grand Theft Auto 5 when that game first came out did not cost 400 million dollars but they've definitely put at least 400 million dollars into that game over the last decade it's been around Final Fantasy 16 is coming out next year I believe um Uh and Final Fantasy 15 was like oh God decades in the making we still don't have the second issue of Final Fantasy 7 Remake right the second disc, they still haven't released that yet. What's going on there? You know, like you could spend as much money as you want in a game, but gazillion when they released Marvel heroes, that wasn't a $50 million game. I think that I think by its initial release, like Marvel heroes before it became Marvel heroes, Omega or Marvel heroes, 2016 or whatever numbers like its initial release. I think there was only about maybe six or 7 million in, to generate like like in in backside like in work to take so like it's not hard to make it but if you had 50 million dollars and you're like we don't see profitability in this that's terrifying like if I'm Marvel I am pissed right if I'm Marvel and I'm like yeah because like they had the IP you don't get to like you don't start working on something until you have the IP you know, so you cut the deal, you write the stuff, you write the the workout, you say, hey, look, I have this. Can we work on it? You pay for the IP license or you set up a contract where you will pay for the IP license once the game is is available, um, whatever that means. There's plenty of different options I'm not going into that. But when when you when you have all that work done and you're like, you know, and your public statement is, yeah, we don't really just see a lot of profitability in in a Marvel game right now, like. <laughs> that's bad that's they're they're still running a dc game and they're like yeah the marvel game ain't gonna be worth it like, yeah it's that's, not worth it at
1: all but this 10 year old dc game perfect yeah
0: and again i'm not i'm not shitting on either of them no, but that's like a good game which is kind of crazy yeah it's just that sounds crazy and all this happening while ben brode of hearthstone fame created a studio specifically to build Marvel Snap as the game Marvel Snap. So like how much money did he is 18 months or so I've been talking about this cuz that's roughly how long I've known about it but it's been like 2 years in development. Uh 2 years his studio has been on developing this mobile game. Uh conservatively that's got to be a couple mil, you know. No no doubt in his mind that he was going to see something profitable but they were able to raise $50 million. They're like, yeah, we're not gonna do it at all. (laughs) Like, we're not even like for 10 million. Like, we'll do a game for 10 million, see how it works. Like, no, they were literally like, yeah, there's no profitability in a Marvel game. Like, what a crazy nightmare. And I do believe it's because look at the size of the Marvel games that have come out and how quickly their player bases has fallen. You know, like all of the mobile games that Marvel has come out are, they're they're surviving. Some of them are doing well comparatively, but compared to each other, you know, not compared, like you can't compare any Marvel game to Genshin Impact or AFK Arena or Clash of Clans. You know, that there's, there, you could compare them, you'll just be like, wait, what, how? How are, how are these, how is, how did Genshin pull 75 million last month? You know, and these other games on mobile, not even including the fact that they have, like, you could play on PlayStation and you could do everything else. So I don't know. It's, it's a weird time to be a gamer looking for something to do with Marvel because you have uh, a plethora of options and they all leave kind of a salty taste in your mouth uh interesting interesting times except marvel snap check it out it looks fun super cool super cool unless you don't like card games then you're gonna hate marvel snap <laughs> it's not for you uh what do you guys think though like what what do you think what how would you feel on either side you know what do you think on this
1: uh i I was excited you know for this was- M- mmo which Kind of sucks, it's not happening, but maybe it's like a good thing, you know. Like, maybe they weren't the studio to do it, and maybe we'll get this down the road and they'll do it right. So, I still hold out hope eventually we'll get one. Um, you know, if they truly believe they weren't going to make a proper game, then I didn't want them to do it, you know. What I mean, I know it sounds like a BS answer, but that's just how I feel about it.
2: I agree, I um. I don't know. It, all of those, um, you know, failures of Marvel games, like, I played all of them. I can tell you that it wasn't, they didn't fail on the IP. They failed on, like, very obvious decisions made by the developers of those games. Like, so it,
0: if, well, look at here's a good example look at diablo immortal i have like that game looks phenomenal and i have heard nothing about that game that hasn't been tainted by the uh not my words but the words i've seen from everywhere absurdly predatory monetization process like yes. That, that not my but words. I mean, that, I, yeah. Like, I'm I'm just repeating what I've seen everywhere about this uh from every possible news source or gaming source, Angry Joe, Asmongold, Kotaku, Game Rant, Screen Rant, every and you know what? There might be some dude out there who's like, this game is great, don't listen to everybody else in the world. And like, okay, I'd believe that it looks awesome. But if everyone is like, Vinny, if I told you, if you walk into a town and the first person you meet says, Hey, nice to meet you. Don't go in the woods. There's zombies in there. Right. You're going to think that person's crazy.
1: Well, crazy, but I'm not going in the woods either.
0: Yeah. And if the second person you meet says, Hey, nice to meet you uh you might want to check out the local cafe also don't go in the woods there's zombies in there you know like (laughs) the more people that tell you there are zombies in the woods even if you know for a fact there are definitely not zombies in the woods you know not to go in the woods like there's something (laughs) wrong with the woods like it doesn't matter if the game is good if if you're hearing from every outcome that it's like ridiculously predatory in terms of monetization and it's like way too expensive I think I saw an article it was like hundred and ten thousand to max out a character uh based on the information that's currently available in the game and I'm like I like I mean I have a question like how important is maxing out a character to gameplay you know like does that matter um if the answer is no then who cares but if if you know that's there if that that thing is looming over the game more people are just not going to even bother even if it's a good game you've ruined it by your your garbage monetization and that the the, the world just was like you're they felt the need to talk about it you know i, I don't yeah. hear about the garbage monetization in marvel's the avengers game because i don't hear anything about that game
1: we exist.
0: So, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely crazy right now.
0: All I want is Marvel Heroes back. I just want a
1: big green woman to pick me up and take me home. That's all I ask for. I don't ask for much. I'm a
0: simple
1: man. Simple man, simple needs.
0: Amen, brothers. Well, unfortunately, I, and I guess, I guess that means we have, we still have the Midnight Suns to look forward to. But I'm, I'm excited to, for that. I'm starting to fear that the Midnight Suns is is now like <laughs> carrying like Atlas like the greek story of atlas like just carrying the weight of so much marvel on its back like no, we that's can't the Wolverine game. oh my god don't even don't even uh that wolverine yeah. game Woo. if Lots that will
2: i i have faith because it's insomniac and you know everything that they did with spider-man and spider-man miles morales gave me hope um I I I don't think they're gonna, f- but uh, that's I think that's the game, like because I don't think that the tactical squad RPG is enough of a uh, non-niche genre to really be carrying the weight of Marvel future games, but like a care especially for like you know a storyline. Like they do have big names in there and they had to throw in big names in there to make it more popular. But like the Midnight Suns are not popular enough to hold, hold the weight. The but like a character like like a action adventure, potentially open world Wolverine game, that's the one that is going to carry the weight of marble. That is the character. That is the sty- style of gameplay. Like a God of War, but with Wolverine, that is that is what's going to carry the weight of Marvel, and like to a lesser extent the new the Spider-Man two. So, but those aren't anywhere near coming out soon.
0: Uh, yeah, man. I'm just one day we'll get more information about Midnight Suns. It's been uh, very I saw something quiet.
2: recently that um like for whatever reason south korea has been like their esrb has just been tearing through ratings of games so like i saw midnight suns went through their rating system recently um i know it's not marvel but like god of war ragnarok went through it recently so like they are rating these games and that's people have been saying that's a sign that like they might not be completely finished but they are close enough to finish that they can be rated without like something major coming in at the last minute to throw off the ratings um so
0: yeah we've been waiting for god of war ragnarok for what seems like forever uh and then there's only one other piece of news that's kind of cool uh marvel spider-man uh the 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 2018 game of the year uh, has just got remastered for PC, and,
2: and Miles be... Morales, is, and Miles both Morales, awesome.
0: yeah. yeah, both of them yeah, just wow. got remastered for PC. So for that's, that. that's that's huge because, like, if they're just got remastered for PC, that means it's a ticking time bomb before they're on Xbox Games Pass. And if you guys don't have the Xbox Games Pass, you should. I mean, if you're not you a PC on gamer, Xbox. you don't need an Xbox. You just yeah, need to have get a, Xbox yeah. Games Pass. Yeah, it's the greatest Games Pass. It's like $12 a month for, like, every game. And if a game's also, not there, it will be. Also, is sponsored by Xbox right now. It's not. Yeah, it, is, it is not <laughs> sponsored by Xbox Games Pass. <laughs> I just think that you should have it. Like, I, I think if legally, your option we is donate money to internet? us, oh, or... okay. no, we don't have to say anything. We could lie. We're yeah. sponsored by Pringles. Shut up. None of it matters. And no Subway. Listens. And Subway, Eat Fresh, but like the new Subway, not the old one that. Not that, that the Jared Subway, not yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, the new Subway that's really, really trying to make you forget about Jared. Um, <laughs> we're We're not even sponsored by Marvel. No. Like, uh, if anything, do no. We have to Pay them every just to read the comments. Yeah, I <laughs> have to. I have to send them. I have to send them one nipple picture every month, or else they they pull they revoke my license, which I don't have. Um, no,
2: actually, if you send, you threaten them to not. Yeah, it's
0: the other way around. Send the... if they if they if they don't if they don't renew my license, I will send them nipple pictures of me. <laughs> uh, email. Oh God, he's back. Like, Who is I forgot this? Forgot to sheriff? do it this month. Who is this Tony Scunjuli? <laughs> he's
1: uh, always ranting about Spider Man.
0: Yeah. Why is, he, why is he keep sending pictures of se-
1: Spider-Man's nipple? He keeps
0: sending pictures of his nipple and saying, stop treating Peter poorly. Who is this? Who is this monster? We can't let him write for us, ever. Uh. <laughs> what
2: Tony doesn't also tell you is that he paints like a little like face paint, but it's like sp- the Spider-Man mask, the Spider-Man over, mask. His <laughs> uh. over his nipple. Over
0: just his nipple. On Halloween, it's, it's a the Venom in. mask. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a terrible time! Oh, look, Kamala Khan is, uh, is getting a new character in Marvel Puzzle Quest.
1: Huh.
0: Oh no, no, I'm downloading. Uh, to be fair, every time I see Marvel Puzzle Quest, like they go through a new graphics update and the game looks better, and I'm like, man, I'm so proud that this game is still alive. <laughs> like. You have no idea. All right. That should bring an end to this podcast. We have gone. We, as is always, we end the podcast. The second Marvel puzzle quest becomes the most interesting topic. Uh, Thanks for hanging out guys. Look forward to talking to you next week. As we cover again, Hulk uh, episode one of uh, Kamala Khan's Ms. Marvel uh, and any other new information that comes out regarding probably nothing on games, but we'll see some stuff for Thor. I'm sure. Uh, And, of course, Vinny will tell us about Savage Avengers because no one else would. Uh, So thank you guys so much for hanging out. Have a good night. Have a great day. I've been Tony Skangealy. I'm Josh. And I'm Vinny. And we'll catch you later. Good night.